0: what's up dirt bags? welcome to episode 152 of the midwest angler podcast scott Sturman, matt deitch Matthew, you how was your christmas you know
1: it was pretty darn good how about yours
0: it wasn't too bad you know we've we, we've actually we got a couple illnesses in the family uh i got a cousin who her and her family tested positive for the rona uh my brother eric uh, it, was, it wasn't the Rona, but uh, they were kind of battling some uh, some illnesses with their kids. and So, I, I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. It almost feels like it was like a stolen Christmas this year. Like I, I don't know. We just – it wasn't like exactly that. the same. And, and, uh,
1: it always, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Right. I mean, it always sucks when everybody can't be there. Right. I mean, it really does. You look forward to seeing everybody, and, you know, I get it now. It seems like – and everybody, somebody gets the little sniffles or anything like that, or oh, all yeah. out, you just gotta be, err on the side of caution. And yep, yep, better it's, safe than sorry. But right, you just just kind of the way it goes now. Yep. Um,
0: no, but, uh, yeah, Christmas is, uh, Christmas is officially behind us, that seems kind of crazy, and, you know, right before we started recording this episode, you made the comment that this
1: is our last episode of 2021. It is. And that's kind of crazy. It is, to think about it, I mean, it's it doesn't seem like it seems just like when you get used to putting 2021 on stuff you kind of get that habit down oh yeah all of a sudden it's like boom time to change it now you got to go with the 2020 the 22
0: yep see i i i know i've said this before but i used to be a culligan man and after every single stop what, what we did was we would go to people's houses and deliver uh bags of softener salt and we would go right down to the people's water softener pour bags in you know, in the brine tank and come back out. And, uh, so when we'd get back out to the pickup, you would write, you know, say we were at the Matt Deitch residence, you know, we'd write the date and we'd write how many bags and we'd hand that book back in the address book back in. And that's how they got billed, you know, one bag, two bag, five bags, 12 bags, whatever. And gal dang it. That, that first few weeks of, of, you know, the new year in January, you're still writing those old dates yeah. and it's like god dang it i mean the month is hard enough but you go you know 365 days right writing 2021 and then all of a sudden you have to write 2022
1: and god dang it what a mess it throws you for a loop that's it for does. sure it does so did you get anything good for any fishing related stuff for for christmas or
0: um you know i got a couple gift cards that i obviously will be turning into fishing related stuff <laughs> oh, but yeah. uh um, no, you know, I, I was, uh, I, I used some money. I talked to my mom back in November and said, Hey, you know, I'm, uh, looking to, uh, purchase a live scope, you know? So if, if you want to, um, you know, make that part of, of early, you ch- know, Christmas. you know, uh, yep. and, and, and not necessarily early, but, you know, Hey, do you want to, you know, the money that you would otherwise spend on something else, you know, do you just want to, Uh, you know make that towards the live scope and i've i've done that in the past i think you know she either you know a a vexlar a couple years ago and you know some ice armor or whatever and uh, you know obviously when you're buying a live scope that's a little bit bigger than (laughs) than a christmas present but uh you know any any money towards it all helps
1: and so for sure
0: you know, and I'm, I'm kind of lucky I have a birthday in October, so I can kind of double dip on that, you know. You're
1: close enough where you can kind of, yeah, I get it. Yep, yep. So, did you give anything, any fishing related stuff for Christmas mm, or not? I don't think I did. I'm You know,
0: aside from Grady and, and my brother fishes, but otherwise we're kind of in a family that isn't a big fishing family. Right. So not the daiches where it's <laughs> it's in your DNA. You, no, I get you don't, fish, I you gave don't some get fishing stuff. Did you? Yeah,
1: I got my nephew some a uh, ice fishing rod and some jigs and stuff like that. So
0: and and he thought that was freaking awesome.
1: Oh yeah, he thought it was pretty cool. But I mean, you can't out you can't outdo Brenda as far as gift giving goes. I mean, we get to my mom and dad's house yesterday, and it's just like stacks on stacks on stacks of presents i mean you could tell the casino was good to mom really all right but not none of them for like it was just for all the grandkids, the little grandkids but don't worry don't worry i went around and she puts their names on the presents with magic marker and i went around to coy's presents and crossed off his name and put my name on there with some with a black sharpie and what did he think of that (laughs) he didn't think it was funny As he didn't think it was funny no no (laughs) but everybody expects that from me
0: yep yep that's you're just you're just the the uncle that I, I've I've got an uncle like that too that just constantly was raising hell. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, no, but uh, you know, Matt, uh, with with Christmas behind us, New Year's in front of us, finally, you and I finally got to hit the ice today. We
1: did. We got to walk on the frozen water.
0: Yep, and uh, you know we didn't. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't
1: crazy by any means, but uh, it was um, kind of I don't know for for us. I'd say it was more of a just get everything out and make sure everything works type right. mission. I mean, obviously we wanted to catch some bigger fish, but we were just wanted to catch some fish. Yep, so.
0: yep, and and both of us did that, and uh, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit more in detail a little bit later in the show. But um, uh, first and foremost, uh, Matt, uh, this uh, this coming week weather is going to change.
1: All right, we're going
0: to holy. Like what in the world?
1: We're going going now. It's just there can never be like a gradual drop. It doesn't seem like it. Seems like I mean we had a a couple weeks ago where it was like sixty degrees the one day, and the next day it was like twenty. You know, thirty-two degrees is cold. Right. We are going to drop fifty degrees below that.
0: No, no issue. I've I've I checked. uh, So this coming tuesday wednesday thursday it's it's supposed to start getting cold but uh this coming weekend is is really when woofda, um you know saturday sunday uh some in some places friday already so i kind of went around and and just checked at uh some, some of the lows that that we can expect here basically saturday you know if it ain't saturday it's, it's either going to be saturday night or friday night going into saturday but um so, so the most mild one, Hill City, South Dakota, zero degrees. All right, a balmy you know, zero. Yeah, a balmy zero. You know, that's that's thirty-two degrees less than than what it takes to freeze. But uh, down at the Cox Ranch, negative three. Whew.
1: Hopefully, the water deep tank in the sand. Yeah,
0: this is this is deep in the sand hills, boys. Like Cox Ranch, Tomahawk, Wisconsin. That's a which cool name. I just I picked that because yeah, it's know. badass. <laughs> Negative six. Here, right at the Midwest Angler Podcast Studio, negative 15.
1: Negative 15. I just don't like the negative. I hate when we get to those negatives.
0: Well, then feel bad for the people in Fargo, North Dakota at negative 27. Yeah, they can keep it up there. What the? Negative 27. And International Falls, negative 24. So so Fargo, North Dakota gets the... Drive the diesels, boys. Drive the diesels. <laughs> bring them on out.
1: Wheelhouses, you know, are going to be out there now.
0: I've well, where where did I About just see they, some? Up north, they
1: they're driving on the lakes up north, right? Like way yep. up north in Minnesota yep. now, and there's a lot of the places are starting to bring out sleeper houses. So
0: right, well, they've had a lot of nights in the yeah. negatives. Oh yeah, and, you know, I mean, you you add an inch here and an inch there, and pretty soon you got you know 14
1: inches, and yep. you know, you're good to go, ready to rock and roll going to have to it's it's about that time where it's get out there and drill a few holes and set up set up the shack and fish for a while there's not going to be much outside hole hopping with those temperatures no
0: no i uh you know i i basically think that once you get down you know i i don't know how cold was it today
1: i don't know with the wind and everything like that it was probably below 30 because i mean it started to snow so
0: yeah i think it was like 25 degrees when we were driving back and with the wind like that that was as cold as what i needed it with that wind i you know there's a
1: lot of days though if it's you know 15 degrees and and uh as
0: long as there's no wind
1: sometimes and if the sun's out i mean it still feels a little warm right
0: right yeah there was no sun today no no nothing but uh i don't know today i i had kind of met my match with that wind i was i was thinking long and hard about flipping the shack but I kind of had my shack uh, absolutely loaded down and uh yeah, whatever. I is what it is. Um Matt, yeah, here's five. I, I want I wanted to talk kind of reading through Facebook this week. I started seeing a bunch of stuff and uh I wanted to, I wanted to talk about five overused sayings in the fishing world five overused sayings and i'm not saying that these are the top five but but they're just five that i kind of put together this week and
1: kind of jumped out at you
0: yep yep just from people that i had seen writing stuff on facebook and i'm not gonna attack anybody i'm just saying when i saw them it was kind of like hmm all right first and foremost we're gonna start off with slab slab and i think we've talked about this before
1: but as a sl- what what species are you talking about when when you're talking slab? It's got to be a panfish, like crappies most of the time is what you hear. So,
0: so crappies and or maybe possibly bluegills. Right. How
1: big does it have to be to be a slab? To me, if we're talking crappies, I'm going to say anything We'll go anything 13 inches and above. 13, 13 inches and above. Yeah, apart. and that's being generous. I guess for me, for it to be a slab, I'd have to say like 14 and above. But, you know, if you get it in 13, that's a big crappie. So, yep, I'll let you call it a slab if you want to call it a slab.
0: It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> I know.
1: And, and bluegill? Bluegill? Uh, it's got to be nine or bigger for it nine to be a Nine or bigger. Slab. Uh, to me, for it to be a slab, it's getting thrown back. That's okay, kind of how I look at it. Like, that's it's, it's either
0: getting thrown back or it's going on the wall. Right. Like that's that's yep. a slab. Yeah. So these people that are catching <clears throat> 12 inchers.
1: And they're
0: like, oh, slab. No, that's not a slab. That ain't a slab. No. Nope. That ain't a slab. If, nope. it, if it's, I mean, there, there are people that are going out there and catching a
1: mess of nine and a half inch crappies. Right. And calling them slabs. I know. And they know who they are, too. So don't call them slabs. They're not slabs. Call them eaters. Call (laughs) them meat eaters. Eaters, yeah,
0: that's what those are. All right. Next up, uh, revolutionary.
1: Revolutionary. It's gonna. It's it's revolutionary. It's it's gonna change the way we fish.
0: It's gonna. You know that that's just it.
1: So it's a new way. It's a new way of fishing. Revolutionary.
0: So revolutionary by definition involving or causing a complete or dramatic change
1: yep we're not it's completely going to change the way we fish
0: so i mean i see it on a lot of commercials a lot of of YouTube, you know our brand new revolutionary zippers like whoa wait a minute and like change the way i zip up my pants know, yeah i mean but it, i mean everything is revolutionary You know, I mean, this is the best thing. You know, holy
1: moly. Like, I mean, is it kind of like, we've talked about it before too, about the like 15 times like stronger, (laughs) like 15 times more likely to catch fish. Whoa, whoa. I think that, why are you using that? That's only, you're, you are only going to catch this mine. I'm 15 more times likely to catch a fish than you are with that. 15 times maybe
0: even 17 if you're really lucky (laughs) but the package didn't say 17 if you stand
1: on on
0: one foot it goes to 17. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just you know some of this stuff you know they they talk a lot about how how you know these baits catch fishermen not fish. So does the
1: advertising
0: but but that's what i'm saying like i mean these baits these poles these you know ice suits ice shacks everything in the fishing industry everything in the hunting industry for some reason everything has got to be bigger and better oh yeah well i know i mean so so we're sitting here looking at these couches no one's ever like and these brand new revolutionary armrests <laughs> It's going to change you know? <laughs> the way you watch tv <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> going to change the way you game
0: <laughs> it's i mean that it's not like that i mean even why do
1: they always have old people in like the commercials for like furniture and like the beds that rise i guess they get some nfl players now doing some of that stuff but
0: did you see even peyton manning's brother got to, to oh I yeah know, the one that ain't even right. wasn't even a football player like he's cooper, in commercials now yeah,
1: I think, who, who are you cooper oh i like you <laughs> but i'm i i don't know i just you You're know they revolutionary what now okay here now some things are revolutionary i mean the live scope things like that could they advertise that as revolutionary because i believe so do they do no do they Uh, not that i I think
0: when somebody says it's revolutionary i think that means it's not
1: okay right no but i'm just saying like there are things that come along that completely change the way everybody absolutely absolutely so, but they're not usually, like you say, they're not the ones that are usually saying that. It's like, you know, people that make a bobber. <laughs> <It's> a revolutionary <laughs> bobber. That's going to change the way you fish. The first stick. person,
0: the first person that created a bobber, that right. was
1: revolutionary. Right, right.
0: But, I mean, I, is there one revolutionary product every 10
1: years? I think so.
0: I, I think that that's probably usually where about it would that. be. I
1: think, I think that's a good way to put it because... You know, when something is first introduced, it really kind of it takes a couple years for it to really them to really get it dialed in, and once they get it dialed in, then you have the competitors that kind of put their versions out and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd say around that ten year mark, then all of a sudden something else, something new comes out that's I mean revolutionary. I, I mean,
0: I think of like something like the Ned Rig. It has basically become the 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 biggest newest um, bait. In 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 the bass fishing scene, probably in the last five years. Right. I don't think that that is revolutionary. You well, want to know no. what's revolutionary? The first person that put started putting plastics on their ice jigs. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were just using euro larvae, yep. you know, wax Live worms, whatever. And all of
1: a sudden, they started putting plastics on there. That is revolutionary. Right. Because it changes the way we fish. Um, the thing about you no, know, you mentioned changes it. the way you fish. Right. Yeah. The way I fish. No, you're, oh, you're not still. me you're still a meat guy so <laughs> <laughs> is what it is that's right hey teach their own yeah i i give There's the fish and what place i want to eat that's right i want to eat meat i let them eat meat that's right
0: all right next up uh i had it screenshotted here all right um custom custom. Here this is but an that, over this is right. an overused one. Oh, this yeah. is
1: about as overused as it comes. It is. It really is. Like every like yeah, custom this, custom that.
0: I'm pretty sure right here I have I've got I've also got the definition of custom. Made or done to order for a particular customer. Right. Custom. Custom. So there's custom rods. Custom, custom baits, custom jigs, yeah. custom jigs, custom everything. If more than one person has that, it's not custom anymore. Exactly. Custom. If If you, if you call a custom rod builder and you say, Hey, I want a rod that is this long. I want it to be this color. I want the handle to look like this. I want to have extra big eyelets on it and Uh, it's made to your
1: specifications that's custom that's custom same way if you call somebody up and say hey i want a bait and this is how i want it made and they only make it just for you that's a custom thing but when it starts to be mass produced and more than one person has it it's not custom anymore
0: why why did that get to be such a big
1: i mean why did that get to be such a big thing because it, it just sounds cooler. It's one of them things too that it sounds cooler. It's it like, sells it sells like, right, fishermen. Right, that's a pretty cool cell phone you got there, Scott. That's a you know, it's a Samsung S nine. You know what? It's custom. I have a custom Samsung S nine. And you're just like, Custom what? what What? Yeah, a custom one? Yeah, I put this sticker on it. It's a custom. It's it's it and you're like, Well, I want a custom one. How do I get a custom one? So you got to buy it it from yeah it just it just sounds and it's something that some companies can slap a a little extra money onto it because do you want just the regular model or do you want the custom model so so here's here's
0: one for you i want to know at what point does a regular rod become custom if 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 this is a regular rod builder if they sell regular you know a mass-produced rod and, and by mass-produced, I, I don't mean that they're making a million of them. Say they make
1: 250 of these each year, but they'll put your name on it. That's Is that not, custom? No. Like, my musky rods aren't custom rods. I don't consider them custom rods. Just because they say handcrafted for Matt Deitch on them. They were just made at the factory at St. Croix, and then they just painted on. Boy, that was quite a flex that you just dropped I on know guys. Like. I know it was. I know it was holy moly it's not even a friday it's not even flex friday and i'm out here flexing on them <laughs> i mean that was so good i, no, I might I look keep at,
0: this episode in the can until friday
1: i, I look at my look at your fishing rods that you have you have the ones that cody magnuson has custom made for you i those have are i have custom those i have custom two rods.
0: legit custom rods i right. i've got a jim gerard glacial lakes rod and i've got a, a cody magnuson like
1: No one has those rods. Right. No one in the whole entire world. There might be a rod that's similar, you know. But it's not that rod. And I think that's a true custom. I think that's why, you know, too much it gets thrown around there. And it kind of takes away from those guys that are true custom, you know, rod makers, custom jig makers, you know, and stuff like that. When I say custom jigs and, you know, lures and things like that, I'm not saying they're just taking a regular old blank. That anybody can buy, and they're just painting it. I mean, I guess is that custom. I think if they custom paint it to your specific specifications, it's a custom painted lure, not necessarily a custom lure. I mean, if they make the okay. lure like that one right there, that's a custom painted lure. It's this not, is flat out like right. It's not a. It's not a custom lure. It, it's a. It's a mass produced lure, but. Somebody painted it, so they took the time to paint it for you. So it's a custom-painted lure.
0: So now what if she has 80 of these all in a line, and she paints 80 of them all looking
1: similar? No, I'm, I'm not going to say it's... I, I, then I think you got to throw the factory custom in there. That's where factory custom comes in, huh? Right. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. I just... Hey, there's
0: no wrong answer. No, here. No, that.
1: that's just kind of how I feel about that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. You don't have to be. You, can, you well, can. I'm. I mean, I'm just trying to make you feel good. You don't have to do that. All right. Next up. Next up. Choked it. Choked it.
0: Choked it. I. You know. Crushed it. Oh my. You know. Whatever. I. We've got a buddy, Ramrod. He's one of the worst ones there is. <laughs> I mean, every Ramrod's never had a light bite. No. every single one
1: crushed Shit. it that's because he can't tell the light bite half the time they hang on to it and suck on his lure for a while and then they swim away and they're not biting they're tight-lipped it's just the ones that come in there that are kamikazes that just drill it and just about rip the rod out of his hands that anybody could detect the bite on
0: <laughs> but there's but i mean you watch watch youtube watch watch the tv ones and these dudes you know oh you know crushed it they're just coming in and crushing it you know choked it oh my gosh they choked it no that pretty much looks like you hooked it right in the top of the lip right like you were supposed to you know i mean that just came in and bit it the way it was supposed to i don't
1: i don't like the i don't want them to choke my bait that's not a good thing it's not a good thing it's just like (laughs) choked it it's like it's kind of one of those things too that it's like is it is it a phrase that we really want to be used in the in the fishing world, because people outside the fishing thing, they hear that, oh, he choked it. And they think that well, you threw the fish that, died. Right, you're going to throw that fish back? He choked it. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not trying to be... I'm not saying no, like, I these words are I sensitive, know. and we need to be sensitive about them. I'm just saying that. It's just something that is just like, choked it. It's like, all right, dude.
0: I mean, you do have to be... You, you have to... Uh,
1: what would you use instead of choked it, then, for... If one comes in and just, would you say, smacked it? Crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. Something like and that. And, I mean,
0: I every single one of these, I'm guilty of using. Oh, yeah, everybody like, is. I mean, Even I mean, the people that sit there and say, oh, I'm not. They've said it. Yep. They've said it. I mean, I've plenty of times, plenty of times, not as many as Ramsey, but, I mean, I've had fish that, you know, came in and, you know, oh, crushed it. No, I mean, he really didn't. He just, I mean, he had, you know. He didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. <laughs> right. You know He bit it. Yep. You know, he bit it. You know, wow, all right. Yep, yeah, that was good. I you know, we have I've I've said this before too. I really don't I don't prefer the word slay. Right. You know, slay and fish. You know, this is a gill slayer. You know, this is you know, ah, oh, we just slayed him today. Mm, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Not for me personally. Not for me personally. And last but not least. I think every single person knew this one was coming. Game
1: changer. Oh yeah, game changer.
0: I mean, this one obviously goes kind of a wrong, along with revolutionary. Yep. You know, this is going to change the game. Yep. Change the way you fish, and
1: it's going to do the. Uh, shut up. <laughs> shut up.
0: It ain't. It ain't really. It ain't really.
1: Yeah, I, I I'll go along with you. I think that, I think that everybody has gotten over the game changer thing now some people still use it but i definitely see where you're going i think more people are doing the revolutionary thing because Game changer sound kind of sounds like the hillbilly version of revolutionary. <laughs> it's kind of like, like it's kind of like a game changer. You know? Revolutionary sounds like okay. We're game changer. Pe- we're it's we not a game changer because fishing it's not a game. It's much more serious. <laughs> than that. We're 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 the type that would say game changer, and, and Toon is the type that would say revolutionary because it's a bigger word. Yeah, and it he makes doesn't. You sound he smarter. doesn't say any words that are less than <laughs> six letters. So six syllables so, <laughs> so i mean i think that's kind of how that goes as revolutionary how about how before about one-
0: before mock and
1: says revolutionary he asks for the language of origin <laughs> it is it's like it's like a spelling bee with you know yeah. i don't it's, do you ever get nervous fishing with the guy because you're afraid you're gonna say something like wrong not the correct way mock and yeah oh i just know
0: going into it
1: you know it's that I'm. Like, yeah, you just, you just try your best not to screw up that bad. you got to wear the Dunn's hats, when we, the Midwest Angler Podcast Dunn's hats whenever we fish with them. He emailed me the other day. Hold on. He emailed on. you? He, that's all he does. He emails me
0: to tell me, <laughs> you know, last week. Hold on. i got I got to fuck back.
1: Our official fact checker?
0: Yeah, he was fact checking. One fact minute check. in. One minute in. That's
1: <laughs> He's kind of like, I, do you ever watch Pardon the Interruption on ESPN? Do you know the show I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, PTI. Yeah, yeah. PTI. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they always got the stat boy. Yep. He's kind of our stat boy. Yep. That's what we can call him. He kind of comes in and tells us what our errors were. So I get an email from him because because last week we
0: talked about what the significance of December 21 was.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. We knew that he would come chime in with the solstice stuff. So, yep.
0: so the, the, uh, the subject of the email is one minute in dot, dot, dot spring and fall are equinoxes winter and summer are solstices equinoxes are vehicles (laughs) that's that's a chevy it's a a compact
1: suv yeah man
0: pontiac actually made a solstice see i don't know all
1: the good names were taken equinox and solstice equinox and solstice that's what we're gonna say Uh, how about what about the one phrase that's been used a lot recently in my opinion is everybody is calling like are saying a meat run we went on a meat run and stuff like that when they go out to catch a bunch of fish and they want to keep the pan fish you know? oh really yeah you haven't seen that i uh, have everybody? well
0: and maybe i have but i didn't i, yeah. I never really went on, put on a, a meat people. run today
1: went on a meat run and it's just kind of like yeah okay we went out there and caught some fish you know it's like we come up, we got to come up with some some terms that just are unique to to us the midwest angler podcast i don't know Oh, we, we will. We've got mega motor
0: already. Right, we got mega. That's That's, a that's big moving one. right along. That's, that's moving big. right along. I, there's people using that, that that we don't even know, that don't even listen to Maybe the show. Maybe we'll start they
1: calling them, like, like, if we catch a, a big fish, we can call them, like, a dirty big one or something like a that. A dirty big one? <laughs> yeah. You know, go along with the dirt bag theme. Golly, I can see Ram, Ramrod's mouth is watering. It's like No, Ramrod. That has nothing to do. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, never, oh, mind. Oh, never mind. Man, oh, oh, Slasher. That's what we're going to call him Slash. after seeing his shack today. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Looks like he freaking was out <laughs> there with Edward Scissor's hand.
1: <laughs> no kidding.
0: Dude's got like literally 10 freaking cuts all over in his shack. He was telling me the other day. He's like, hey, you need to call into Clam and get me a repair kit. <laughs> and I'm like, What? And yeah, see if you can get a repair kit. What? <laughs> what? What? Like, a if you want a repair kit, call the damn shack place yourself.
1: Right? Where you? B the like, company that it is.
0: You have an Eskimo shack. Call Eskimo. Like, they'll hook you up with some red, you know, right. stuff. I don't know, like even what is
1: in a repair kit, but like,
0: oh, you know, get it from Clint. What? <laughs> <laughs> Golly.
1: That kid. <laughs> that kid. You can tell that. It's, I, he was, when we were, him and I were leaving today. He's he, just
0: getting over the coronavirus. Well, I you know.
1: know. But it, it probably came from his shack because it hasn't been cleaned out in two years. Really? Yeah. Is there I'll, still
0: dead perch in there probably? Uh,
1: <laughs> who knows? I saw like a couple of cans and wrappers and I'm just like, holy buckets, you've been living in this thing? So it's like, where? No, that's my brother's. He used it. A couple years, like one of the last times I had it out a couple years ago.
0: Well, that's why your shack's got slices in it. Right. And Somebody it didn't put out. the
1: auger cover on it right. That's, yeah, that's what happened. be my guess. Sliced and diced it all over the place. Looking like Swiss cheese in there. I don't know
0: what it's looking like. It's looking, jolly, like but we shot s- it with a
1: dang Rage Broadhead. <laughs> yeah, don't get too close. He'll stick something out of it. So, <laughs> Yeah, we ain't going there. No, we
0: ain't going there. Matt, I I got one more here. I got one more, and I know that we're kind of over five here, but uh, this is something that I wanted to to talk about. I actually talked to you a little bit about it out on the water, and I talked uh, to Blair Wilson about this. And, uh, you know, on a a lot of these Facebook pages and even, you know, back and forth, like when I'm talking to some people, you know, either talking about ice suits or, or, you know, some different stuff, you know, and everyone's seen this phrase, get dropped. But uh, I'm hard on my gear. Hard on it. I'm hard on my gear, you know. Oh, uh, you know, I need to do something a little bit better because I'm hard on my gear. And and the other day I just was kind of thinking about hard on my gear, you know, hard on my and And I maybe even said, you know, that I'm hard on my gear. And I get it. Like, if you're a, you know, if you're a fishing guide, you know, say up in, uh, you know, northern Minnesota where it's cold as all get out, and I mean, you're, you're ice bibs you know are, are in a never-ending you know frozen water hang them up you know dry them off frozen water hang them up dry them off right
1: you're you using know, them day 100 in and day days out. in a
0: row yeah. you know whatever i mean i guess that's hard on your gear you know that that's hard on your gear but aside from that like i guess i just don't really understand hard on my gear
1: right i never really that one has always kind of floored me a little bit too like are we talking about somebody that's like, you just get it, and you're just like, oh, I'm hole hopping. I'm just going to throw my Vexar over to the next hole. I'm going to kick it over there. I mean. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. I know. Like, I I mean, mean, it's like,
1: I think, you know, uh, yeah. just because you're, I mean,
0: just because you use it a lot, I'm but, but you're doing it the way the manufacturer intended, for some reason, all of a sudden, that's hard on your gear. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, ways that you could be hard on your gear for a set of ice bibs you know like are you setting nothing but tip-ups and when your flag goes off you're running full bore and you're going to slide on your knees for 10 feet up to the hole
1: right hard
0: on my gear another thing that i like to do that's hard on my gear is i like to pull in to the parking lot and i like to army crawl with my shack behind (laughs) me all the way to the access that's because i'm
1: hard on my gear I drag it across the parking lot when there's no snow. One of the other things
0: I like to do, hard on my gear with my shack. I like to park about a half mile away and I like to pull my shack down
1: the gravel That's or right. down
0: the road to the access.
1: And why is I'm, that? Hard I'm hard on my gear. That's hard on my gear. That's why. Hard
0: on my gear has become like the saying that that no one really thinks about but you know just just like everything else in this big dickery deal that that we call the outdoors the big
1: dickery fishery the
0: big dickery fishery you know that that's what this is like you know i'm hard on my gear i'm hard on my gear
1: oh you're hard on your gear <laughs> that's, that's nothing man you should see how hard i am in my gear
0: you know you know what you know when it comes to like awesome things well my cousin's got a buddy like <laughs> but you've never heard the story my cousin's got a buddy that dude's hard on his gear yeah <laughs> like you think you're hard on your gear i got a buddy who's harder on his gear
1: no everyone is the hardest on their gear exactly right i i I just really feel like guides are about the only ones that can really really say that
0: honestly right i mean you know and, and 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 it's nothing more than the never ending over and over and over of of you know your pants getting frozen hanging up drying off your pants getting frozen hang them up drying off like i mean mean, every single
1: used every single day i mean i get it there's guys that fish a lot i mean there's guys out there that aren't guys that fish just as much as guides do and stuff like that but i really feel like they take care of their gear i don't think that they are just throwing it around they don't give two craps less about it i mean you're spending we spend a lot of money on our equipment and just to sit there and brag about like yeah i beat the hell out of it you know i just throw it in the back of the truck i don't care if it bounces around and stuff like that i'll just go buy new ones well good for you like what are you what's 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 your point what are you trying to prove
0: well why does why does hard on my gear like that's a feather in the hat right but but you wouldn't say like i'm just super negligent with my gear (laughs) that doesn't (laughs) sound nearly as cool
1: (laughs) it's true i mean but there but do you feel like they're the first ones, like, if somebody, like, gets online and it's just like, hey, you know, I'm having an issue with this, uh, well, what'd you do? Is you just, do you, you take care of it, or are you just, like, beating the pail shot out of it? <laughs> it's just like... Because I'm super hard on my gear, I've never had, had that on. problem. Like, I kick, I I throw mine out of the truck sometimes just for the hell of it, yep. as I'm driving down the road. Yep. Just to see if it works. i let my flashers and my rods just sit. sit I never turn know. them off. I... <laughs> I keep them running all time. I don't rods and cases. I don't every time I walk by them on the charger, I kick them. <laughs> Even in the summer. You want to know why? Because I'm hard on my gear. So I'm hard on my gear. <laughs> hard on my gear. I mean, can't help it. Just hard on my gear. It's <laughs> like they're taking it out when they're doing chores. It's just like it's like it's like the coxes throw their Vexlars in their saddlebags and ride <laughs> around on them. And be like, why? Cause I'm Cause hard on
0: my gear. gear. <laughs> I, I I saw Zach running the cake truck one time, pulling a pulling a keen eye shack behind yeah, it all the way through the sand hills. Out there, all, all, out it's better the Davis. north side of the ranch. No problem.
1: You want to know why? Because he's hard does, on his gear. He's <laughs> out, <laughs> out there drilling fence posts with his K drill. Why? <laughs> Seen him do it. Seen him do it. Hard on his gear. He's hard on his gear. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. Yeah. I when you and Blair brought that up today, I was like, that is. It is like what? It's like what is it? It's like. I, like everybody needs like a badge on their like a patch we need to start getting people a hard on the gear patch or something like that <laughs> what's that gear patch for well because I'm hard on my gear like we need to we need to break it down like
0: what percentage of anglers are actually hard on their gear and like just like a biker gang you know they've got the one percenter <laughs> patch like if it's like, if it's like if it's <laughs> like six percent I'm I'm a six percent. What what does that mean? Well, I'm hard on. <laughs> means my I'm gear. harder harder on my gear than the other ninety four percent of these freaking anglers. <laughs> they're just they're just. I they mean, take care of their stuff. I'm Can out here every single day, and there they are. They're easy on their gear. They're they're doing it the way the manufacturer intended. Like, they, dudes, it, put their rods in cases.
1: Can you believe that? I don't believe that. I'd throw them in the bucket. I'd. I tip that bucket upside down, just to make sure that works. That's right. Yeah. Every once in a while, I just drag them across the ice.
0: I, I don't know. I, I, it, I is, it, it. It's just it's weird. Like
1: you said, it's just one of those things. Like, and everybody knows somebody. Everybody that's listening right now can think of somebody that always uses that phrase: "That you have that one buddy. No matter what you can, what you do with your stuff, he or she is still harder on their gear than what you are."
0: Well, I'm like. People will go on, on Facebook and they'll write, you know, Hey, uh, looking for the best, uh, the best two man shack for under 800 bucks and, and Joe Schmo is going to get on there and he's going to be like, I bought this and I'm not even going to say a brand because every single brand has them. Every single brand has it, but they get on there and and they got to tell you, you know, well, I, you know, I'm running, uh, you know I'm running this shack here or whatever, and I'm super hard on it. I'm I've been hard, hard on it for three years, <laughs> right. and it just keeps coming back for more. It's like right. a, it's like a beat puppy. It just keeps coming back for yeah. more. No problem, no and then, problem.
1: And but don't buy this one because I bought it one time, and I'm hard on my gear, and I just farted in the thing, and it blew a hole in the canvas.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then and then you turn around <laughs> and well, did you, you know, did you reach out to them, crickets? crickets. Nothing. Crickets. Why nah. would I do that? Yeah. I mean, it's
1: two weeks old, I think warranty ran out already. Think or or the same out. guys that are hard on their gear are hard on their gear, so they go out there and they drag that shack behind their truck across the ice or something like they that. They can't get a like,
0: warranty replacement because they're
1: too damn hard um, on their gear. It's like, well, guys, that's not what it's made for. Well, uh, it should be. It's like, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. It's right. No. Uh, they're in all aspects of everything, hunting. You know, you're always going to find somebody that hunts harder than you. That
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. everyone does really
1: yeah. it's just crazy
0: yeah. yep well whatever i guess that uh
1: that's gonna be our new one We're gonna hard see. on my gear hard yep. on my that's gear. the yep. six percentile yep. six percenters
0: i mean i i mean you think we should go six i mean you like seven i mean we can come up with some patches that we'll I know we'll send out to people and and uh you know everyone can run one on their ice suit and when somebody asks
1: get us some best made yep <laughs> some hard leather vests god dang it we're gonna be
0: out in the black hills out at hooked on hard water freaking roll in to grab a bite to eat and some freaking biker gang heading to sturgis is gonna
1: i don't know don't um, mess with those guys those guys are hard on their gear <laughs> they're hard on their <laughs> gear uh, imagine
0: being a hell's angel harley those <laughs> that's hard on their gear ah, all right um <clears throat> today's trip today's, today's trip, trip yep um well, I guess plain and simple, it wasn't anything crazy. Uh, um, Matt and I, and our buddy Blair, and our buddy Ramrod got out to uh, Lake Bahoya right here in the county. Uh, it's a small man made lake, uh, got some campers and, and whatnot around it, but uh, it's, it's turning into a decent fishery. Yeah, I it's,
1: mean, a, it's one of those fisheries that's real up and down. You yep. know, like one year it seems like it's really going good. And then other years, it just, it kind of fluctuates. And I think that's every body of water you go to, but I, I don't know. It just.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, for us, it's about a 20 minute drive. Uh, it's really it's nice and easy for have. us. It's really nice and easy for us to get over there. So for the first trip of the year, it's nice to drive 20 minutes and, uh, you know, just kind of shake the rest off because, uh, you know, well, of course, Ramrod today, he forgets his rods. And uh, yep. so he has to turn around, but you know it's just nice to get out there, and uh, you know it, it, it's fairly easy to catch fish out there. You know you can you can catch something, and you're going to get action. Yep, and it's just nice to get out there, you know. Flip the vexars on, and and okay, yep, all the batteries are good. You know, um, you know, get the get the rods out. You know, just. I don't know, kind of go through the motions a couple times, get a couple hook sets in. Honestly, I, I you know, I, I caught my first fish fairly quick, and 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 as did you after uh, once you got there. But, you know, I was like two or three fish in, and it was like, you know what, I'm, I can go home now. Like, right. you know, I mean, you know that I got what I came to yeah. do, and and that was you know just set the hooks a couple times, make sure I did get the live scope out and, and kind of uh, fanned around and i'm gonna have to play with some settings i i you know gal dang it i'm you know i'm gonna sit here and say that ah yeah i need to play with some settings i don't freaking know what i need to do i mean i could i could detect a tree pile over there and and uh i did and i went over there and drilled around it and and uh you know i definitely drilled on top of a tree pile but uh i don't know i think uh you know i i i know for a fact from what i've seen that uh um the clarity can be better
1: yeah so I don't know. That's, that's what, uh, I guess I never did come over and stand by you and take a look at it at all, but
0: yeah, I did one, one cool thing that I did was, uh, um, I kind of, when Blair was over there, I said, Blair, lift your jig up into the middle of the water column. Okay. So he did. And I kind of looked over there and I could tell right where he was at. And, and uh, that was, i and he was, we figured 25 to 30 feet away. And, uh, so that was, I mean, just a small little tungsten ice trick so that was kind of cool that i could see that you yep. so i don't know probably you know if a guy gets out to uh you know i don't know someplace a little bit deeper someplace uh you know a little bit more open uh be interesting to see what a guy can see
1: well like anything it's going to take a little bit to get it dialed in but i mean once you get it dialed in i mean you can already tell that it's going to be a huge tool in your arsenal i mean easy
0: you were about to say a game changer no, you were
1: about to say revolutionary no, because i mean just finding that tree pile i mean before you gotta drill a bunch of holes to try to find it and get on top of it and here you can you know drill one hole and kind of scan around and be like oh it's over that way yeah you know, we i right. flat out one to
0: i, I flat out one to found that you know right i mean just
1: is what it is but uh no i don't know i was it was it was cool it was cool yeah it's it's gonna be fun once you get it all figure it out and i don't think it's not going to take you long to figure out and get settings that you like and be running and gunning before you know it
0: i i last night i actually saw on youtube that there was a video that's title was um something about uh uh the best settings to you know the best settings for your garmin live scope or something and uh i don't know i being an idiot, I didn't click on that one. I clicked on a bunch of other stuff and uh probably watched a Sandhills mule deer uh video and <laughs> the ADD you know e d yeah right exactly squirrel you know cardboard box you know hmm, all right whatever <laughs> and uh not but but i'm gonna go back and try to find that uh that youtube video and and uh just see and and i'm still uh you know obviously now hopefully in the next few weeks someplace somewhere. Um, if I've got to hire a guide or, or find somebody that that knows a live scope pretty good, I just want to get out on the ice with them, and uh, I don't even care if I don't uh, uh, if I don't fish. I just want to watch somebody else just use it. it and and you know kind of ask some questions and you know hey why it's... do you do this how do you do that and and uh, you know I'll, I'll figure it out pretty quick.
1: Right, it's really no difference than like getting new boat electronics. I mean you got to drive around and you know, play with the, take a day and just drive around and get used to seeing what you're seeing on the electronics and stuff like that. If you truly want to get good at it, I mean, right. take some time and get to know them instead of just like throwing them on and just being like, okay, this, I think this is what it is. And sometimes, like you said, by just going with somebody that's experienced with it, it, it helps out a ton. Yep. Yep. And, uh, so
0: yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's what, that's what I want to do. Matt, you know, we, we were out there today and, um, uh, you know, Ramrod had been out a couple days ago and he said that uh, some of these fish could bite pretty light. So uh, I actually did bring a shack just in case I needed to flip it over. Um, we didn't need to, you and I, uh, not that Blair and Ramsey needed to, but they did flip it over. might have been just to get out of the wind, whatever. But, uh, you know, One of the things that I think all of us need to do a little bit more of is is packing a little bit lighter when we're heading out onto the ice. Right. You know, you don't need to bring along four flashers, a big buddy heater. Uh, you know, four sandwiches, three bottles of pop. You know, jig. Eight eight rods. Yeah, eight rods. You know, every single jig box that you own. You know, whatever. And and I I'm that dude that's brought it all and and pretty soon you know it's hard to even get your shack flipped over because you got stuff you know every which way whatever but if if you're heading out you know on a day like today what are some of the things that i guess you do you know when when you're looking over everything you've got as to you know okay let's bring this let's bring that nope i don't think i need that what are what are some of the things that you do
1: well i brought today obviously i brought my auger yep I did bring my shack. I contemplated about bringing my shack or not, but I did. I didn't put both seats in the shack, just one. And then, you know, I just had a bucket with four rods in it, I think, and a couple of jig boxes. Um, I think a good thing to remember sometimes is... uh, The nice thing about jig boxes they can just fit into a coat pocket or right, something like right. that. But then there too, it's like, do I do I bring like some jigging spoons along? Do I need all of my stuff? It's like, well, I'm not going to be going after walleyes or anything like real big significantly. So, you know, if you can throw some small spoons, if you're going after panfish, in with your jig box, you kind of can condense it down to one. Uh, as far as like with the lure or with the rods go, like I said, I had one that was rigged up. In case I wanted to use live bait. And then I had a couple of them rigged up with different size jigs with plastics on them. With different color plastics. So that way I kind of have it all covered if I want to go to it. You know, if it's, you know, today you know we were catching a lot of smaller ones. And I was using a pretty small jig and a pretty small plastic. And that's what I was having success on. You know, and there was a point where it was like, well, maybe I need to upsize my jig to try to... Maybe I'd catch bigger fish then, you know. But I never switched to anything real big. But uh, that's kind of what I do. I mean, obviously, you have an ice skimmer along. You don't even need that sometimes. I didn't have one today. You can clear the hole out with the 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 auger. I mean, you don't... There's not a lot of ice anyways right now, so there's not a lot of... And there's not snow on top, so you're not getting a lot of slush in your hole. And sometimes on a clearer... Clear water sometimes having a little slush in your hole is all right though too so.
0: yep absolutely i just like for me i've just kind of got that fomo deal like that we're gonna get out there and you know i'm only gonna bring along you know x amount of you know small tungsten jigs you know a couple right. of each color and you know whatever fit them all in a small box and you know don't have to worry about it but I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to get out there, and that's the day that we're going to find the walleyes on Pahoya. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you know, right over here, buckshot rattling spoons. And it's like, dude, I got buckshot and spoons, and they're all at the house. All I've got is, you know, but the one little nice thing, tungsten
1: jigs. The one nice thing about it is, like, on a place like that where you're just walking out and you're not walking real far, you can bring that stuff, and but just you can leave it leave in the truck. truck, Yep, and you can always run back to get it.
0: And, you know, I'm, I've kind of thought about that, too, you know, especially, like, for, say, going out to the Black Hills. Like, Cold Snap came out with a new, big, heavy-duty uh, rod, rod case. I personally don't know if that fits me to throw it into my shack, Right, you know, for, for the way that I fish, for the size of my shack. Right. I just don't know that that's the best thing for me. But I do like the thought of having something big like that, that I can fit a lot of rods on a trip up to northeast South Dakota, on a trip to the Black Hills, yep. if I'm ever going to go to Minnesota or whatever, where I bring my whole entire arsenal, and then maybe I have a smaller rod case that I can, you know, oh, we're going after walleyes today? Okay, then, you know, because if you're going after walleyes today, I think it's fair to say that you can probably take your ultralight rod out, right? you know, whatever. And like you say, you know, leave it back in the trailer, leave it back in your pickup. You know, halfway through the day, all of a sudden you stumble into a bluegill bite, And, and, you know, maybe that's kind of the problem too. Like you and I, we can have days where we're going for walleye and all of a sudden it's like, holy moly, like there's a bunch bunch of bluegills here. You know, And, and a walleye trip switches to a bluegill trip. Whereas, you know, maybe a lot of these other dudes, you know. They're sticking it out like it's they all don't or Give a rip, you that. know. They don't give a rip yeah. about bluegills, so they're just going to stay after after the walleyes, and uh you know whatever. But uh I don't know. Like today, I I only brought along three light action rods. Yep. You know, knowing that that it was going to be a panfish deal, uh, I can't really say that I packed light on the electronics because I did bring my live scope. I did bring of xr flx 28 and i turned around and brought along an fl20 (laughs) because i had to borrow it to ramrod right but uh yeah i i don't know it is something that i think a person needs to work harder on you know especially when you're going you know hauling in by foot you know i guess when when you get to that time of an atv i don't know i guess pack it as
1: as heavy as you want but a lot of clutter in the shack isn't very nice neither it's it's nice to uh, you know be organized and clean and and also you got to think about like how long are you going to be out there right if you're only running out for like the last couple hours of light or something like that you don't really need a lot of stuff because you're not going to have a lot of time to be switching in and out one thing i oh man getting some of this stuff rigged up lately um i forgot how much of a pain in the butt it is to tie jigs to tie ice jigs on With the light little line and the, you know, one to two pound test line, three pound test line and those little jigs. I mean, it's compared to 17 to 20 pound (laughs) fluorocarbon and you're tying it onto a jig or something like that, it's pretty easy to tie those on. But these little little micro jigs and stuff like that, it's kind of like, holy buckets.
0: That is a pain in the ass, but it's not as big of a pain in the ass is trying to spool an inline reel that, that's true. good god trying that, to get
1: it on the right oh way and, god
0: that is that's the devil's work right there <laughs> <laughs> hire
1: somebody else to do that So
0: i don't know yeah packing light is uh is definitely something that
1: uh i don't know yeah i mean this time of year like if you can get it where it's you know 30 degrees out where it's going to be a nice day where you can fish outside for a while you don't need to have you know yep. there's a lot of times i bring my shack out there and i'm thinking why did i bring my shack i mean it right. I could just get a smaller sled and put the stuff in there and be a little bit more lighter and mobile
0: i did i bought i bought a uh i bought a plain sled nothing in it and I'm going to kind of
1: deck it out you know the way right. that i want so it should, i want to deck out a bucket too yeah. Kind of like Blair has. Blair kind of has a cool little bucket that he's he decked he? out and stuff like that. He has some PVC where he can put uh, propane, rods on the propane oh. tanks and stuff oh, okay. on there and everything like that. He kind of took an old kid- Blair's
0: pretty handy dude.
1: Right. He kind of took an old kitty litter bucket, I think.
0: Oh, a square one?
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. I have a bunch of those in the garage. I should really clean them up and use a couple of those kind of modifying we should have like a trick your pail you know you got all trick these, your pail we got like I like th- that you know those sites that trick your hub trick your sled all this stuff but you know it's kind of cool to see some of the ideas that people put together for five gallon pails and yep. stuff like that
0: i do love the thought of uh you know having a badass uh you know pail that guy can hold rods and all sorts of stuff but the thing that I like about a pail the most is the fact that I can sit on it, mm-hmm. and if I trick it out, I can't sit on it
1: anymore. So. <laughs> you can still sit on it if you trick it out. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just snap. Well, you know
0: I mean? Whatever, I'm hard on my gear. So. Hard on your gear. <laughs> Rod tips, brakes? Well, whatever. I'm hard on my gear. Hard on... Well, if I'm sitting on a five-gallon pail, I'm hard on that five-gallon <laughs> pail. I'll tell you that for free. But, uh... I I got one more for you here, Matt, and then uh, we'll, we'll draw an end to this episode with the good news stories. But, uh, you know, it's, it's getting to be that time of the year again, where a lot of people are getting out on the ice and when people get out on the ice, people forget stuff out on the ice. They forget stuff at the access. You know I mean? If, if you go out in a boat, you never take your stuff out of the boat, Right. You know, I mean, you can be out there and and you've got your bait, you've got whatever. Everything is right there in your boat. You know, even if you don't put it away at the end, you know, it's still sitting in your boat. Maybe it'll blow away on your way back home, leaving the ramp, but it's in your boat. Right. It's different when you're ice fishing. It is. You know, I mean, things get taken out of your shack, set on the ground, you know could be lights could be bait pucks could be rod lockers could be whatever Every, i mean if, if if you've never forgotten something out on the ice or at an access or or whatever you know I, I don't i don't know i mean hats off to you but i mean i'm i've forgotten stuff you know i mean nothing nothing too crazy thank god but you know i mean i've been the guy that you know sets something on the on the rail of his pickup and you know oh yeah i'll get that when i'm you know, leaving the tailgate and heading back up to the cab, and you get in and and you take off, and you hear a thunk, and it's like, like oh man, like, I got that. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, heck, I did it one time. I was filling up with gas, left my freaking wallet, and I was on an interstate. Wow. left my wallet on the rail of my pickup. Took off, whatever. I'm like, son of a, you know, like,
1: yeah, where's nut. this thing?
0: It fell into the. It fell into the bed. Ooh, like, what are the freaking odds right. of that? So, I I, I mean, whatever. Yeah, is that stupid? Yeah, it's probably, you know,
1: crazy stupid. We've all done stuff like that.
0: And whoever it is that forgot something, guys, they know they were dumb.
1: Right. They know. Nobody feels worse than them.
0: Right. Like, I mean, a- anyone who's listening to this right now, raise your hand if you've never made a mistake. <laughs> I can't see any of you right now, but I'll guarantee you that every single person has made a mistake. That's right. Like there are dudes on Facebook like absolutely blasting people because they forgot, you know, their heater out on the out on the lake or something like that. Like, who cares? Right. Like, you know, like you know, I don't know. I'm I'm not a dude that's gonna be big time against chucking rocks out on the lake. Like, I don't really care. Like whatever. I get if it's, you know, right at the bottom of a landing uh, you know at a landing you know yeah somebody with a snowmobile is going to come and boom you know gal dang it that sucks you know not very smart don't do that whatever but is it worth me getting my panties in a bunch on facebook Nah, probably not like i don't care if somebody asks for the ice conditions
1: yeah no, you know either like, I, I mean
0: i can keep scrolling like right. you know whatever and you know what? I can, I can keep scrolling or I could be a decent human being and freaking help the person out. Right. Like this that's, just that's another find. option, but you know, whatever it, 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 but I get it. I get it. I get why people, you know, are sick and tired of, of people throwing rocks. If, if you hit one, if you hit a rock one time, I get it. Like, you know, Hey, you dirty son of a gun. Don't do that anymore. I guess I can get it if, if you know, over and over and over you see people ask how thick the ice is and it clogs up your newsfeed feed and, and, you know, whatever. You're just not a big enough human being to, you know, get over it. I get it. Whatever. Fine. I do not get how you can be pissed off at somebody for leaving their $600 flasher out there. Yeah. Like, they feel bad enough already, <laughs> guys. Like, you don't have to. You're not like, the
1: one that forgot it.
0: Like, it's it's so weird. Like, I, I you know i don't know sometimes sometimes
1: it can be one of those things where you might have it sitting on the top of your shack and you're gonna pull it off and you hit something and you didn't realize it and it fell off or some you know some crazy things happen crazy things happen i mean
0: like who cares you know i mean what it is you know if if somebody somebody writes on facebook hey i was out on emerson bay last night uh and I lost my flasher. If anyone would want to be decent enough to, uh, you know, offer it back to me, you know, I got a hundred bucks for you or whatever. Like, that's not a dude that should be blasted on. Right. Like
1: and people do, and P- it is crazy that people get on there and start, you know, if you do, you're a loser. Like flat like out, that. you're a
0: loser. Don't listen to our show anymore. I don't right. care. Like,
1: right? Yeah, it is. Is it's weird. True. Like, it really like, is. Why? It's like, I like, just because they got a make it feel they just got to i don't know maybe they've done it before and they don't want to admit it and they just got to make themselves feel better by bashing other people i just want
0: to i want to write to them like you know hey the next time that you're out fishing and the fish aren't biting that's karma oh yeah that's karma for you being an idiot on or Facebook. if you
1: are you you're going to ultimately forget something yeah I, lose hope something and I hope you do i
0: hope you do i hope you step in a freaking hole
1: chances are they've dropped something down the hole before but they're the ones that are going to bash somebody that left something behind Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's that's great. Ah, Whatever. I guess that is what it is. It's kind of. I mean, they're the same person that are gonna bash people because they they did drop something down the floor. Well, maybe or down the hole. Well, maybe if you weren't playing on your phone, it wouldn't happen. Well, you know, other things happen. Sometimes we like you said, it's one of those two. Like half the people that drop their phones or drop anything down the hole, they like set it on their leg or they set it somewhere and they weren't thinking about it. And they like go to stand up to get something, right? Or do something yep. else, and boom, there it goes down, down the hole. I mean, it's just like, oh crap! You know, it was like today. If you drop a phone in a shack,
0: it's going oh, it's, down the right. Road. There's I no mean, other spot for it to go. It's a it, funnel, and if the it, whole it, entire it, area in front of you is all a funnel, right? Is.
1: And if and if it doesn't go down, if you're lucky enough where it doesn't, put it in your pocket, load everything up, and leave because <laughs> that was your luck for the day. Okay, yep, yep. I mean, you, you done, wasted it. Yeah, so. You done wasted it. Yeah, I don't. People just are big people behind the keyboards all the time. So. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Do you think it's? I mean, is it? Do five percent of the people do ninety five percent of the dumb posts? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I I think you I, know I'd say so. I mean, honest to goodness, I think ninety five percent of the people in this whole entire world are good people. Oh yeah. You know, it it doesn't matter who you are. Ninety five percent of people are good people the five percent are the ones that they show on the news are the ones that <laughs> yak the loudest on Facebook you know I, I don't
1: know uh, they're the same as, us, as, us
0: as 95 that are hard on our gear like we need to band together <laughs> <that's> right <laughs> we need to band together
1: like I don't know whatever that's it from now on let's just pull up to the let's just pull up to the ramp someday and just like let's get some old like an old sled like with a cover on it and pull up there and just like take it out and just chuck it on the ground and walk away like kick it a bunch of times and people are like well dude what the hell what's up I'm hard, hard on gear. Gear. Hard <laughs> my gear man we should do that make some videos that
0: slide's only 13 days
1: old yeah like, i mean that's what you know I'm how much here. i spent on that
0: thing <laughs> <laughs> you you don't tell them you no. write it on the side Yeah, right you, well no, no 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 you don't even if they don't ask, you tell them. That's right. You tell them. That's what
1: I mean. It's just like, well, I spent. I'm hard on my gear. Well, I spent thirteen hundred dollars on it, so it better be able to take it.
0: You don't even. You don't even. You don't even give them an explanation like that. You you yell at them thirteen hundred, and they say <laughs> what what. Like i'm that's, hard on that's, my gear that's why i spent on it but i'm so hard on my gear <laughs> we like, need we need to take some videos like that out on the
1: ice just walking by <laughs> we're gonna
0: we're gonna make like a spoof video the next time that that we're together next time that we get out just I think playing out like just being hard
1: on our gear i think that you need to take the live scope and put the handle down in the water and have the transducer stick up in the air <laughs> and we need to just be out there going this is a piece of crap. I can't believe you spent this much money on this thing. It can't like where's the bottom? Like this this thing is not working right. And see if anybody will come up and be like, hey guys, uh you got if you saw somebody out there doing something like that, would you just sit back and be like, uh here's, kinda, a, here's it, a couple guys from Pig Love, Iowa.
0: It kind of <laughs> reminds me of the fur like right when our buddy Caleb Monte got a K drill. Like he was one of the first people around to get a K drill. And uh, we were out on Miller's Bay one time. And, and I'll I'll full-on tell you, like, I was not a fan of this K-drill. Like, I told my brother, like, that's the stupidest thing. In, you know, like, <laughs> right. I'm not putting my trust in freaking cordless drill. Are you kidding me? You know, like, that is way dumb. And and there's a dude, like, 20 feet away from us, just going to town on his gas auger. Just vroom, vroom, vroom. Cannot get this thing started. And you know Montag, just like this... I mean, this could he, – he was waiting all day for this right. exact yep, situation. Yep. Like, I mean, it was just like – and and he stood up with that K-drill and he just had that shit-eating grin and it was like, oh, God, here he goes. And there he did. He walked over there and, you know, he kind of talking to him for a little bit, probably told him ten lies and drilled him <laughs> a couple holes and came back and, you know <laughs> – think i just sold that guy god dang it but I, I i don't know i think that's uh i don't know i don't even remember what you said i don't know why i got talking about that
1: just saying that we should just make some funny videos with like running the live scope oh, wrong yeah. putting the handle down in yeah. the water and having to, the to go and, and help people to air. go and help
0: people and yeah uh, there probably would be somebody and then they'd probably say like hey guys I'm going to tell you how to run this thing, but <laughs> or me and my buddies or, get to
1: tag along with it. Or, or get it dialed in and go set up by people that are fishing and sit there and heckle them with the live scope. <laughs> you missed one. You missed that. <laughs> missed one. Oh, here we go. Here's one, yeah, one here coming up. No, oh, cold yeah. shoulder. Cold shoulder. <laughs>
0: bogey swim back. Yeah almost had it yeah all righty matt all right good news story what you got
1: uh i'm gonna go with a couple of them today i'm gonna i'm gonna throw out just a big shout out to old jig and joe he got it done late season archery hunting today yeah got himself a nice big fat doe Yep. so you know he got that he made a good shot yeah he (laughs) center punched it looks like he freaking hit it with the freaking truck actually the way the exit wound looked on that thing um and then my other one is a funny story is uh My brother, Mike, got his daughter, Kelsey, um, both my nieces have gotten into hunting. They're getting to that age where they're starting to get into the hunting, going with their dads and stuff a little bit more, and Kelsey actually did some deer hunting this year, and she went out with my dad a few times and stuff like that, so she's getting into it and doing all this stuff, but you know how it is when you're young, you just kind of are the tag along, you know, the dad, you know how that goes. You're the the pack mule, you're you're carrying all the stuff. Well, for Christmas, they're just like, all right, you know, they got Kelsey a hunting backpack so she could haul her gear in it. And she was pumped when she got this present. She's like, oh, sweet, you know, a hunting backpack and all that stuff. And then the reality sunk in that she was going to have to carry her own stuff. And she was just like, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. And this ain't what I said (laughs) before. She's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean I have to, like, they're like, yeah, now you're going to be able to put all this stuff. I'm going to have to carry all that stuff. And she's just like, "Uh, no, 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 I don't know about this. So I just thought that was kind of funny and kind of a cool little story there. And, you know, Mike's trying to take the load off of his back. And she's just like, wait a minute here, Mike, wait a minute. This, this isn't how it works. You're still going to carry all the heavy stuff. I'll carry, you know, I'll put the snacks in my bag. You can just carry the, you carry the heavy stuff.
0: Mike's dodging out of work.
1: That's what it is.
0: That's what it is. That doesn't (laughs) surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. Just the same as I big league him, now he's big leaguing his daughters. <laughs> Does not surprise me.
1: So that's my good news story. I mean, it's just fun to see the kids get oh yeah. get excited about yep. outdoors gear when it comes to Christmas time. It's not just all about the toys and yep. all that stuff. It's just stuff that's practical and they can actually use.
0: No doubt about that. Golly, when we started this episode, I I told you I had one, didn't I?
1: I thought so. something pop in or not?
0: I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. I'm gonna give two
1: next week. You're gonna give two next week.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to give two. I. I don't know. I think two picks. Hicks. Good news story last week was so stinking good. Maybe it just rained. I had one. I had one one when we started this.
1: Did you see that his wife got pulled over the other day? I think got a ticket. I don't know if she She did get a ticket. I don't know if she did or not. But I was. He sent, he put that picture, and I'm just like, well, did she tell him that you're that you're in the vehicle? Like, yeah. you're kind of a celebrity the, the right now. The savior
0: of Rudd. Like, you he don't, said you don't he don't said that tickets. she kind of
1: mentioned it, but he didn't really bat an eye about it. So I guess Most he's not that famous. <laughs> yeah. he must not be that famous.
0: I got, I got, I got what I was going to say. I got All what right. I was going to say. I've actually seen it a few times here over the last couple weeks, but uh, people that are offering up, um, you know, they're used. Uh, um, equipment used equipment you know I saw a kid's a kid's float suit I've seen a couple ice shacks you know and uh you know the the one ice suit that I seen was it was a float suit and it was in really good condition right um but you know I've seen a couple ice houses you know and and you know whatever they're not top of the line whatever but uh offering them up to you know kids that that are in need or whatever. And I just think that that's pretty cool of, of people, you know, that, you know, obviously you could probably put them for sale and get 50 bucks or whatever, but, uh, you know, it's, it's worth more than 50 bucks for these people to, uh, um, you know, pass it along to, uh, to somebody who could use it and, you know, maybe doesn't have the money or, you know, whatever. But, uh, I think, I think that's pretty cool that people are doing that. That's totally cool when
1: people do that stuff. And I always just hope that the people like, that are saying, oh, yeah, I have a kid that will take it, are truly... Are legit, Or, like, right. giving it to him. I, something cool today I saw when I was leaving the ramp is somebody came up with their kid to drop him off to go fishing, and they got out, and they had a trash can. One really? of those wheeled trash cans, and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Put all their equipment in that and wheeled it out there behind them. No kidding. Yeah, they were pulling that out there. I was like, oh, that's kind of, I mean... It's not a bad
0: idea. Right,
1: by any means necessary, I guess. Yeah. I guess, so... Yeah, so... It's really
0: not that crazy at all. No.
1: Well, you started thinking about some of these, like, like I said, trick your sleds and all this stuff. There's all kinds of different things that you've... That a person could really come up with. I mean, you could take, like, a chair, like, one of those camping chairs those camping bathroom chairs yeah and you could use that as a hole hopper and put the bucket underneath of you and you can throw all your fish right in there and you can mount some poles to the side of the thing and maybe there was a hole in the bottom of that wheeled trash can and they just put
0: in there and throw the lid over top and then <laughs> sit there and, dig, <laughs> that's and close jacked. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all righty yeah nope uh um i think uh next week we'll be back with a guest obviously um Uh, last week and this week you know being holiday weeks uh, um, you know if if we're going to have a guest on we want to give them their best shot to uh, uh, have a full week you know good uh, good exposure and whatnot so uh, hopefully in the next uh, next week we'll be back with a guest Uh, we've got a couple in mind and
1: uh, they should be good and um, did I see that they're selling raffle tickets for the hooked on hard water they are they are never too early to start doing that because actually it's a month and a half it's like less you know, than two, two months, months away. away so yeah and don't think you can't be the winner because
0: i sold the winner last that's year right i'm probably gonna sell the winner again this year so uh, uh
1: dante better double his oh he tickets. will he'll double down oh if yeah. I
0: if there's one thing i know about dante he's a double downer that's for sure yep so all right guys uh we appreciate you uh for joining us the whole entire year for 2021 or or those of you that just came on uh, here in december whatever that's fine too but um no we appreciate you guys and uh hey we'll see you guys next year that's on right. episode 153 so uh all right guys later